Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back once again into our multiverse. We have completed another week, and stuff has happened. <laughs> once again, who, who would have thought? Stuff happened. What? Things to talk about. NBA playoffs in full swing. Yeah. Some uh, pretty interesting results so yeah. far, I might add. I love playoff basketball. You know, because it feels like basketball again. Like, regular season just doesn't. Just too much stuff that annoys me. But when we get into the playoffs and you, you they actually get to play defense and you can let them be physical. But it, it you know, every once in a while they do things that annoy me still. But, you know, we'll yeah. get to that. We're going to do just our little opening with some, a little bit of NFL news. Because we got the draft in six days. Oh. Right around the corner. Oh, get to see what in the world Seattle decides to do with the position they're in. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Our, our guess is as good as anybody's. It could. It'll be the last person we think of. Hey, I mean, nobody knows what's going on with the first pick now. Everybody thinks that Trayvon Walker is going number one now. Yeah. <laughs> Right after I'm Where did that him, come from? Right after I'm mixing him up with another player, and now he's trending towards number one. I'm like, this nobody. He hears you. Going on. Yeah, they're like, you thought you were confused. We don't <laughs> even know who we're picking. We're just gonna pick Trevor Walker now. Yeah. I'm like, are you sure you want him? Or do you want Jordan Dix? You're talking about the right player. <laughs> we gotta we gotta double check everything now when it comes to those two. Ugh, mock drafts. I just think he's gonna be picked, and then Goodell's gonna be like, "Oh, wait a minute, like, hang on, gotta." <laughs> they turned in the wrong card. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely not as uh, open and shut as they thought it was with who was going number one. At least you know when you go back about a month ago, everybody thought it was um, Aiden. Yeah, I always get us. I always mix up his last Hutchinson. Name. Yeah, I'm like, is it Hutchinson? Is it Hutcherson? Is it Hitchinson? Like, I always, when I'm going to say it, I'm like, I know I'm going to mess this just, up. Just Aiden. Just Aiden. But, uh, yeah, I mean, now you're just like, could it be, um, an, you know, Evan Neal? It's mm-hmm. 11. Could it be, now, again, Walker? Could it be, um, what's this? Is it, uh, I'm going to say his name wrong, too. <laughs> Oregon. Kayvon? Yes, thank you. Thibodeau? Yep, Thibodeau. I was gonna say Thibodeau, and then I'm like, because of basketball, I'm like, am I thinking, <laughs> am I mixing Tom? that up with Tom Thibodeau? So yeah, on the right track. It, today has been, you have no idea, my day. I like, I heard about it, but I'm like, I already know. I probably don't even. I was stuck really in know. traffic because President Biden is in town, and again, I'm Yay! A, I'm a city bus driver, <laughs> and I was stuck in traffic for two hours. Because of him being Because of Biden's presence. It's all Biden's fault. So, yeah, today's been a day. And I mean, I've... Yeah. So, forgive me. You're like, what is wrong with him today? Well, I mean, I'm sure you think that every time you listen to this podcast. But today in particular. So, anyway. We'll see. We'll see how the rest of this episode goes. I can't wait for the draft, though. Seriously. And Mm -hmm. next week at this time, 
you know, day two of the draft is going to be going on as we're recording. Yeah, I so know. we're going to like have it on and announcing picks while we're doing it. That'll be interesting. But it's not going to be live draft broadcast, kind of. Kind of, because <laughs> we're not putting it out live. So people are going to be like, we already know this. I'm like, you know what? Just deal with surprise. The this guy got picked. You didn't know. <laughs> Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't care. I, I am willing to bet they are waiting for that episode of our multiverse to drop before oh. look at any of the picks. No spoilers. I get uh, you know, notifications from Anchor about you know, uh, recording with video. They're like, oh, people want to see people you know, watch with video more now than they do just regular. And I'm like, do we want to do that? <laughs> We're gonna have to. We need like a setup, actually. Nah. This is, come on, this is our multiverse. Do we do anything the way that it maybe probably should be done? Not no, at all. We do it here in the garage, the way, you know, the way it is. The background is just that right there. Yep. The Seahawks signs, the Seahawks helmets in the background, the championship belts. I mean, I think that's fine. But then, you know, you got the couple <laughs> stickers We got some, we got some from... stickers that don't match either of those things. From when I, you know, Kira had her decorations up in here. Some Minnie Mouse bows. You know, whatever. Don't judge. An extension cord hanging off the wall. Like, whatever. We'll have to buy a green screen. Nope. Or something. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it as it is. Anyways. We got to talk about Debo Samuel. Yes. First thing I want to say about this is... Remember when we were talking about... We go way back about... You know, things happening to teams and stuff like that and saying, you don't want to get too happy and don't want to talk too much mess or anything because you don't know when it's going to come back on you. And you're and it happened to your team. And then it happened to our team. Mm-hmm. Russ gets traded and then we're released B-Wags. And you know, 49er fans and Rams fans and everybody's going crazy. How 49er fans feeling right now? You know? Whew. Yikes. It went from... It escalated fast. Yeah. It went from, he's not going to participate until he gets a new contract, to, like, the next day, he wants a trade. And it was like, what the heck just happened? And according to the reports, he's just done. Like, he doesn't even want to talk to them anymore. He doesn't want to play... Uh, you know, be running back and do all yeah. that stuff. He just wants to be a receiver. He's like, I'm done with this role and he's that just, you keep having me play. Yeah, and he's just done with them. And will that act, will that stay true? You know, money talks a lot of times, and but not all the time. Like sometimes you are just done, and we're just gonna see. Like, is he a man of his word in, in that instance, or is is he just playing hardball? You know? Yeah. They say, oh no, just take a stand. They're not listening. So now, if you do this, they'll listen. So, so we'll see. But again, I just wonder how the fans are feeling. Are they mad at him? Are they mad at their team? Are they now just kind of like, are some of them just like, no, wait, he's going to stay. Watch. And because he might. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, maybe they'll be right. But if they have to trade him and they don't get proper value for him, are they going to, you know, how, how are they feeling? You know, how are those fans feeling after everything they were saying, you know? We got an extra thing to look out for on draft night. Another potential draft day trade. It Devo Samuel. It could happen wow. before. 
But yeah, it could be draft day. I mean, Tom Brady doesn't look like he's going anywhere. You see, he restructured his contract yeah. today. Mm-hmm. So that looks like no, he is for this season gonna stay in Tampa Bay. But Kyler Murray's situation is still out there. So I, I want this not because of. I mean, obviously, I, I want. I don't want the Cardinals to be good, and I want them to trade him. And I don't want the 49ers to be very good, so I wouldn't mind them trading him. But then again, if they get great, uh, you know, great picks and draft capital, whatever, in return, then they could be good or even better, possibly, both teams if they trade these players. Yeah. But I just want chaos on, and I want this to just keep going and being a crazy offseason. So I want them to get traded for those reasons. Whatever they get, even if they get like the world, like if if, if a team gives, like if the Packers trade, I don't think the Packers, or no, they got good stuff for Devontae. If they traded everything they got for Devontae for Debo, I'd be fine with that because I just want to see craziness and just be like, this is such an insane offseason. Devontae Adams for Debo Samuel. And then Kyler Murray gets traded for more than what the Seahawks got for Russell Wilson. Which, in a way, I mean, I know I know the argument is like, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet, but he's younger. Yeah. And more explosive, you know, right now than Russ was. So, mm-hmm. I could see it. So, I'd be fine with that. I'm just like, just I just want to see craziness on draft day. I want to see things that nobody even saw coming. They're like, wait, when was, I mean, just name a player that nobody, like, when was Derrick Henry on the market? Like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Just absolute insanity. No, obviously, I don't want to, now, DK, remember, there was all that talk about DK. Now, if DK got traded, that wouldn't make me happy, but. Or lock it. At the same time, I would just be like, you know what? Just keep the craziness coming. Whatever. So, yeah, that's in six days. Chaos may ensue in six days, and I hope it does. That'd be, man, we're in for an interesting week. Definitely. One of the most, you know, intriguing drafts because of that stuff. Yeah. And and then for us, because being Seahawks fans, because we finally got a high pick, first time since the first year John and Pete were here. So there's that excitement. What are they going to do? Probably trade down. <laughs> Probably trade down. So, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just gonna shake my head because I'm like, I knew it, but dang it, man. Gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. <laughs> just enjoy. I'll be, I'll, I'll be glued to the couch for that. Oh yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm just hoping because you know, whatever time they start it, you know, it's supposed to start at five, right? But you know they'll Prime be like time. three pre-shows. Exactly, and then you know they pick nine, but if they trade down. I work at 2.45 in the morning, so I'm like, please make the pick before I have to go to sleep, <laughs> and so, and then, you know, talk about the pick so I can see, because, you know, most likely they're going to pick somebody that you don't know all that much about. <laughs> yeah. It's Seattle. It'll it's, be. That you just weren't expecting this high, and so, you know, you got to see what everybody says, and you want to hear everything. You're like, oh, I kind of heard his name towards, like, the end of the first round, maybe. Yeah. But you're like, oh, you picked him at nine? Jeez, okay, uh... Let me look at this guy. But that's going to make next week's episode so good because we get to talk about the first round. We get to talk about what they did. And then we we might be recording when they have their back-to-back picks. Yeah. So that's just going to be cool. So I can't wait for that. But, you know. That's going to be fun. Definitely. But I think that's enough about that. We got anything else to say? Uh, I don't think any other 
real news outside of that in the NFL world, unless I'm just totally blanking on something. And if you didn't already know, I'm Damon. I'm Jalen. And this is our multiverse once again, and we're going to talk some NBA playoff basketball. Let's go! The NBA playoffs are fantastic. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) The first round has gotten underway. Let's take a look. Let's go over where certain series. Yeah, where certain series are at so far. I'll I'll start over in the East. Show the Eastern Conference some love. First, uh, the one seed Miami Heat. So far, they lead the Atlanta Hawks 2-0 in that first round matchup. And you know they're, you know, holding it down home court advantage. You know so. If they do, well, I guess I shouldn't say this because I'd be talking about a team in the Western Conference, but I'm going to anyways. If they do what Golden State's done and they go up 3-0, then it's over. But the Hawks still have a chance, but the Heat look like they might handle this series. I mean, they seem to be taking that whatever happened at the end of the season and using it as some fuel. Yeah. They're using that fire right now. We'll see how it works out. Maybe, you know, they just decided to put it all aside until the offseason. Or maybe they just needed it. Some some teams need friction. They really do. Yeah. So maybe they... Some, sometimes you need to be challenged. And they had that moment, and now they're just taking care of business. Early 2-0 lead. They just got to... They got to do that again. Another, another 2-0. And then they move on. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Hawks come back and even win the whole series. But, you know, they're doing what they, they need to do so far. Mm-hmm. So, this is what That's one series that, of all the series, even though I was excited to watch this one because of, you know, I really like watching Trey Young and I really like what the Hawks did last year. This is the one that I actually haven't seen a lot of mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I, <laughs> even the like highlights, like I've been watching highlights of almost every series. But this one and the and the Mavericks and Jazz one, I even though I know what's going on, yeah. I just haven't haven't seen too able, much. Yeah, not a lot of not a lot of coverage there. Yeah, I don't for know whatever what reason, like when I go and I do all my searching and trying to watch all the highlights, yeah, they're like the last ones that I see, or I don't see them at all. <laughs> they don't they don't show them enough enough love. They're like, ah, hey, you're just. The Hawks and the Heat and the Mavs and the Jazz. No one wants to see you guys. And yet the Mavs and the Jazz will get to. Yes. <laughs> uh, then you got uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and Bulls tied at one after Chicago picked up a big win the other day. When in game one they were playing, you know, pretty good at first. I mean, and then down the stretch they just made a little bit too many mistakes. And, you know, DeRozan was just on, especially in game two yeah i mean he was on in game one also but in game two i was like man look at he he really wants people to to look at him as a great player because people didn't yeah i mean let's just be honest like some people say oh i did okay you did but overall people are just like yeah even this year he was just he was one of those guys you know he puts up numbers he does things but you know gets to the bigger moments and they didn't really think too much of him well yeah because you go back to his raptors days and you know 
Okay, real quick, I'm going to bring up the Skip Bayless thing. Him mm-hmm. bringing up LeBron's name after they won game two because this is what a star should do, lift their team. And I'm like, LeBron beat them in the playoffs how many times when they had the better record, when they were number one seeds? Even after Kyrie was gone, LeBron beat them in the playoffs, and DeRozan came up short. And so it, he ended up getting traded so they could get Kawhi there because it didn't look like he could get a team over the hump. Now, granted, he still might not be able to do that. And you kind of felt bad for him because he signed that contract he, and he wanted to be there. And yeah, he was he was really all about sticking it with, out yep. with Toronto, and even then, though he couldn't he hadn't gotten there yet. Yeah, and then Toronto won the whole thing with Kawhi. And so you're like, oh, well, they made the right decision. And then Kawhi doesn't stay and he leaves. And DeRozan's over there with the Spurs. And, you know, Pop maybe not using him the way that he needs to be used to be effective, but wanting him to play within the confines of the Spurs offense. Yeah. That didn't work. He goes to Chicago. Did he get traded or was, was I think he was signed. Up? Yeah, and he's going off. They're like, you know, him and Levine and company, are, and they got some really good players. Vucevic. You know, just their team on paper, you're like, oh, they've got some, they've got some players. Do I think they're going to actually be able to win this series? No, only because, like, <laughs> do you watch how easy it is for Giannis against them sometimes? I, I've seen a couple clips, yeah. I, it's. I'm just like, I just, I'm baffled sometimes. Not because I think that Giannis is like, I'm, I, some people will say, because Giannis is that, that great. He's just so big compared to the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. The, the guys that they have. And their length is just too much like i would love to see the bulls win it just because it should be a great story and yeah. just show how much heart that You're they like, have oh well look at this team but his length is just such a problem and even like lopez and you know they've got they've still got a very talented team they're the defending champions yeah so i don't think they're gonna lose it but good on the bulls man yeah <laughs> what a Surprised a lot of people in the regular season, first yeah. and foremost. And then you go and win this game trying to turn some heads again in the playoffs. That would be that would be quite the story if they got the job done. But only got the one game. They need to do that yeah. three more times. And it's like, eh, maybe they could do it one or possibly two more times, force a game seven. Do they clinch it? It's still hard to say yes on that. But we'll, well see if things why, change. You, know, you love... Again, I love playoff basketball because, you know, they let them play a little bit more. You yeah. Know, they let the defense be a little bit more physical. So when you see the tough shots, you know, the guys make, you're just like, man. And and that's when you appreciate and what well, you should appreciate how hard it is to win a championship. Yes. It really is difficult. No matter no, what era it is. Exactly. Or no matter what your teammates are. Now, granted, you do have it easier. Yes, compared to other times, but nonetheless. Yeah, like when you look, okay, so for example, we go back to Kawhi and the Raptors. Like, they hadn't done it. They had some good players, and they won it with him, and they haven't won again, right? So, obviously, he is a star who, he's a champion. Yeah. But then he goes to the Clippers, and they can't do it. And they don't even make it. You know, they they lose in the play-in. And, and now, granted, he wasn't playing, 
he was injured, but still, you're like, how is that team not a shoe in right? Yeah. Because he's on it. Because it is tough. But, you know, what's the leadership? What's the coaching? When we did our greatest players, you know, we talked about that. You know, we talked about everything is all encompassing, right? You know, you're like, you have to consider all of these things when you're talking about, you know, the greats. And, but then when you take guys with multiple, that's why I talk about multiple rings a lot. Yeah. And multiple MVPs and multiple, because doing it, is tough and you deserve all the credit but doing it multiple times that's when you're on another level right (laughs) when you do all these things multiple times multiple times you're on another level so having one great game or one great series is awesome and it and it gives like reggie miller Mm -hmm. yeah he never won a ring but you remember these playoff performances because you know they're, they were just awesome, but then you could you could jump and say, oh well, look at him in the fourth quarter in this game in the finals, or you know in Game Seven against the Bulls, you know look what he did in the second half. He was nothing, so he's overrated. You could do that if you wanted to, but if you wanted to like be super specific and yeah, but I'm like man, he had some amazing performances. Let's so you know, I like to see. These types of things. I, I think what DeRozan did was awesome, but we'll see if he can keep it going because they need him to do that. But yeah. if Levine steps up, you know, if he if DeRozan doesn't play so great, but Levine does, you know, like that's what a team is about. You need guys to do that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Sorry, we talked way too long. <laughs> no, it's I mean, I do. Good series to talk about. That's, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. We're supposed to be talking about these playoffs like that. The Boston Celtics currently lead 2-0 over the Brooklyn Nets. You had the the game winner oh, was so in game awesome. one. And then they take game two as well. Look at the Celtics so far. And in game two, the Nets were up big. Yeah. And the Celtics came back. And Durant, I mean, Durant is getting killed by everybody for his performance. And look, I'm not a Durant fan. And I'm like, man. Why are you guys getting on his case so hard? You don't think he knows he played bad? You don't think he knows that he was 0 for 10 in the second half? You know, he needs you. At least he... Look, again, I'm going to jump to a Western Conference team. When you take, you know, like, Carl Anthony Towns only taking seven shots in a whole game, Durant took 10 shots in the second half. He missed them all. You don't think he knows that? Like, again, I'm, I'm not a Durant fan. But this is one of the reasons why I'm like, I don't know if they should be considered a favorite. They're dangerous, and he could get hot, and they could win the next four. But this is what happens when you, you know, you're getting up there, right? Mm-hmm. And you're also coming off of an injury, you know? And I mean, not too far off of an injury. Like, I mean it more because when you're older, an injury is a little bit harder to come off of. And not just that, maybe he's just not exactly the same anymore. And that's why it's good to have Kyrie, right? Mm-hmm. Let Kyrie do it. But again, the playoffs, physicality. They were talking about, oh, they're being physical with him. Yeah, that's what you should do. This is they do have the defensive player of the year, Marcus. I don't. Do we ever talk about that? No. Yeah, Marcus Smart 
named the NBA Defensive Player of the Year, and he is the first guard to win the award ever since Gary Payton. GP, the glove. So that was just really, and of course, you know, because of that, they had GP uh, announce it to him, go to their team practice or whatever, shared the news with them. So that was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and I mean, this is another reason why, you know, old school guys like me are like, you know, you don't know how these guys would really be in the early 2000s, the 90s, the 80s, when you could be physical. Like you yeah. say, oh, you know, we talk about the athleticism and, and all this stuff. Yeah, but if you're allowed to be physical, if you can hand check and you can do all these other things, it makes it hard. This was Durant's thing, you know, even early on. Like I remember in the, the series against the Heat when they were being a little bit physical with them and they kept pushing them farther and farther back. Like you would see him come down court, jumpers at like 19 feet. The next time he's at 20. The next time he's at 21. And you're like, well, he can take these. But I'm like, yeah, but yeah, he's a great shooter, but he shouldn't be moving back farther and farther and farther. Just because he can, yeah. he needs to be more aggressive. And he wasn't doing that. Now, you know, again, in this, he's older now. They're being physical. Will it matter? Will he be, you know, just a little bit pissed off, <laughs> for lack of a better word? And they do some things to help get him some open shots. Of course they're going to do that. And I totally expect him to bounce back. So I was a little shocked of all the criticism just because everybody puts him on such a high pedestal. Yeah. So I was like... Usually he gets a lot of praise. But yeah, I mean... Should we be surprised that Boston's up 2 nothing after, you know, they're being the number two seed and being at home? I don't think we should be, anybody should be shocked about this. It's I'm a, happy. Yeah, I'm happy it's not over. <laughs> Kyrie's getting booed like crazy in Boston every time he touches the ball. He's getting fined for flipping the double bird behind his head mm-hmm. at the fans that he, he was like, oh, we need to let it go and move on, and then he can't take being booed. Yeah. Like, dude, just take it. They're going to boo you. Just, you know, do what you were doing in game one, going off. He yeah. was on fire. <laughs> like, I mean, nobody can doubt Kyrie. Oh, did you see the thing Tracy McGrady said about Durant and uh, oh, yeah. and Kyrie being more skilled? And then LeBron and D-Wade are like, yeah, we have no problem with this. They are more skilled than we are. Doesn't make them better. Exactly. And that's, again, we go back. Sorry, we're going to go off. The rails here. JJ JJ Reddick talking about Bob Cousy. Yeah. Talking about how he couldn't dribble with his left hand, which isn't true. He could dribble. Maybe he wasn't as strong, but he could. And, you know, just talking about who he played against and all this stuff. And I'm just like, we gotta stop this. We we really have to. You guys, again, you can't just take the players from now and put them in the era, you know, and if you took uh Kyrie and we put him in the 50s you got to remember the rule changes first of all there's rule changes so you can't just put him in the 50s well now everything he does is pretty much a carry and a travel yeah like you guys realize this right pretty much everything he does is a carry or a travel so now he has to totally adjust his game so you can't just say that and you can't take a guy from the 50s and if you take a guy from the 50s and put him in today's game and then he have all these new rules, he's not suddenly just going to pick it up and just do it. He's going to look out of place, definitely. And if you take a guy from now and put him in and he has to adjust 
he's going to look out of place, and he's going to be like, why does Kyrie look like that? Because the rules are different. Yeah. You know? Like, play a game. That's what... That's what... This, this will shut a lot of things up. Take a group of guys from... I don't care who. It could be the best of the best. And tell them they have to play by 50s rules. And you have refs that are going to call it that way. You can't turn the ball over with the, you know? You yep. have to dribble pat pat pat. That's mm-hmm. how you have to dribble. You know? You can't take you can't take two steps. It was like one and a half. When I was growing up, when and in PE and in any kind of coaching that I ever got, yeah. it was one and a half steps. It wasn't two steps. It was like, "No, that's a misconception. It's one and a half steps." That was the rule back then. And then, you know, again, just the way they count assists. If you dribbled one, or I think it was twice, but I think Larry Bird was like, you shouldn't even get one if they dribble once. Mm-hmm. It, it, they wouldn't count it as an assist if you took like two dribbles. They're like, nope, that's not an assist. So like all the assists Bob Cousy had, he should probably have way more. Yeah. And then, you know, we can talk about shooting percentage and all that. Well, how was the defense? There was no shot clock. They could just dribble around for an hour and a half, and then they're running around, <laughs> and then just throw the ball. They waste but, the whole quarter. But it's just ridiculous. Like, so and and what does that have to? You know, skill is a big part of it. But what about your heart? And what about your leadership? And what about your clutch? And what about just a million other things? Like, like he was talking about Chris Paul in because of the yeah. Bob Cousy thing and, and comparing him. Chris Paul, look, we gave Chris Paul all the credit after last year, after leading them to the finals. He still ain't won, mm-hmm. you know? So, and if he is such an amazing leader and such an amazing player, why has he been on 75 different teams? Why hasn't he just stayed at one, you know, spot and and led them? Let's not act like he hasn't had all these problems and these issues. Like a lot of players over the years have talked about hating Chris Paul. There was all these things about his own teammates not liking him in certain places, you know? So, and now granted, you could say the same thing probably about Bob Cousy. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you know? So I'll have to ask but his teammates when I get just, the chance. It's just funny to me. It's like, you can definitely say that people are more skilled. That's fine. But it doesn't mean they're better. Exactly. KD and Kyrie are not better than LeBron and D-Wade. They just might be more skilled, but... They haven't been able to make those skills translate into being better than those two. And unless they win a championship together, they never will. Nope. Or, I mean, just they don't have to win it together. They, Unless they win another championship, KD not on the Warriors and Kyrie not with LeBron, then they're never going to be better or should never even be compared. So, yeah, anyways, tangent. Now, that one series should get more interesting. I know, I think Ben Simmons could make his Nets debut uh, either game three or four. I don't know if that's good. I don't know either, to be honest. It'll be interesting. But I saw, I'm like, oh, yeah, they might just want to. So, this says, Woj announced that the plan is for Ben to play game four. And then... For Boston, it looks like they're getting their center Robert Williams back uh, starting game three. Uh, he'll be on a minutes restriction in the next game, but still a very key piece for that team. Robert Williams was a was huge for their front court this season. So wasn't he a 
defensive player of the year candidate? He might have been pretty early on when he was yeah before he went down. Yeah, I believe a lot of people are saying if he didn't get hurt, he would have been the defensive player of the year. I'm not saying he would have. I just remember reading that after Marcus Smart won. They were like, he wasn't even the best defender on his team. Is what people were saying. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, that would definitely make things interesting. Like, let's say the Celtics go up 3 nothing, And then you get Simmons back. And then, can you imagine that, though? He comes back, though, and people are just going to rip him. If mm-hmm. they lose. Yeah. He, but if they're down 3-0, <laughs> it's not going to be his fault. I don't even like Ben Simmons. I'm just, it's just going to be funny. You know that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Twitter is going to have a field day with that. Speaking of being down 3-0, uh, that's the situation the Toronto Raptors are in. The Philadelphia 76ers are up 3-0 on them in the first round. And they blew the game. What well, was last night, right? Yeah. Yeah. They blew that one. They had that one. I jo- Joel Embiid really wants to win this series. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's funny. Like, he hits that shot, and then afterwards, they're, you know, I don't know if it was Shaq and Charles, but they're one of them, or I mean, it could have been both of them, but one of them was saying, oh, he's the MVP. And I'm like, because he hit a game winner in the first round, like, it was a great shot, and he ha- he made a lot of great plays at the end, but it's not like we haven't seen him play really good in a first-round series before, only to disappear in the bigger moments in a bigger series. Mm-hmm. And I like Embiid. I'm not trying to be super critical. I'm just speaking the truth. <laughs> you know. Now, he is his team is up 3-0, while the other guy who we think is going to win MVP is down 0-3. <laughs> and I know that people would say that. But Embiid's team is healthy. So... And, and not playing the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> yeah, and not playing the... Maybe but, not totally healthy, but mostly healthy Golden State yeah. Warriors. I mean, look, that getting the the Raptors play hard, and like I said, they blew that game. But I think the Sixers got kind of a I don't want to say they got an 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 easy opponent, but because they play so hard and they're such a good team. But I just think you know. On paper, though. really, you kind of look at it. You're like, oh, yeah, you that's a bit of a mismatch, ain't it? Yeah, you're not gonna be surprised if it's a sweep. But I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be surprised if Toronto can take one, one or two. I don't know two now. They oh, yeah. should have had this <laughs> one, but uh, now I think, uh, honestly, I think they're gonna get swept. Now they, I think they that play... probably just deflated them. Game four is tomorrow, so we'll see if. By this time tomorrow, if they're out of it. They're fishing. Now over to the Western Conference. And you have the 1 versus 8 seed uh, series where the Pelicans have tied it up 1 to 1. Brandon Ingram went crazy that yeah, second game. Oh my gosh. It's so funny because I was watching the highlights from game one and I was thinking, man. You know, all they kept talking about is how good Phoenix is. And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, no, they are. They And... I was watching McCollum just be off, and it, you know, unfortunately, that seems to be the case with him a lot in the playoffs, is he's just off, and you're like, man, if he could start hitting, you know, that caused a lot of problems, but then mm-hmm. I was watching Ingram, and I'm just like, you just need to take over, you just need to be aggressive, like, they don't have anybody that can stop him, not, I mean, they can maybe disrupt him a little bit, but you can't stop him, and then in game two, 
<laughs> he went off, and then you know Booker went down. Yeah. Unfortunately, but still, you're like even without Booker, you're a 64 win team, whatever mm-hmm. you are, the only team. I mean, I think they ten games up on the next best team. You can't. Lose. Oh, it was eight because of they had the stat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and you lose one guy. Yes, he's your best player, but still, you you can't lose that game at home. Even if Ingram goes off, you should be able to win that game. Now you got Booker. Possibly what two to three weeks? They're saying. Maybe? Yeah, he might. He might miss the rest of the series. So, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm like just feeling like we're going to win this series. I'm not saying they are, but they should feel that way. Yeah. And can you imagine that? What Weren't they 10 games under 500? Did not something like that. 36 and 46 or something like that? So just imagine that. Potentially. They shouldn't even be in. I, I've talked about this many times. If I don't like the plan. Yeah, 36 and 46. But if you let this, if you let this happen and you let a team come, you do the plan and the team wins... And they get in, like the Pelicans, and and then they beat the number one seed, or they even win a series. People, some people are going to be excited. I'm not excited about it. To me, this proves why you shouldn't do it. This team shouldn't be there. You sh- you shouldn't have a team ten games under in the playoffs and then moving on. Just it just shouldn't happen. I mean, you think mm-hmm. that the Seahawks winning their division at seven and nine was bad? Like, at least they won their division. They yeah. said, oh, they won the plan. That shouldn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> All that being Anymore. said, I want it to happen because of chaos. <laughs> it's like, okay, you guys asked for this. Let's see what happens exactly. when uh, this team comes in from the play-in and defeats one of the top teams. We'll see what, how, what your guys' opinion is then, you know? And then we'll see J.J. Redick what he has to say about Chris Paul after that. I just find that so funny because like I used to, <laughs> I had only really I haven't heard a lot of good things about JJ Reddick and like being on first take and stuff, but then I hear that I'm like, oh You know I love JJ okay. Reddick. You know, I love yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I love my Duke guys. So and I've I've listened to certain episodes of his podcast, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was just it's such a bad take to say that and to say the plumber and fireman thing. I'm like, well, first of all, do you know how in shape firemen are? Do you know what they have to do? I'm like, so first of all, you I do realize even, firemen gotta save people's lives. I don't even understand that, you know. But uh, but yeah, I'm just like, calm down. I mean, JJ Reddick lasted how long in the NBA? Oh, you know, a long time. A long time. You don't think Bob Cousy could have? I mean, he was an MVP and a. 13, 14, however many time, all-star, won six championships. So you don't think if he was in another era and got all the other training that everybody else had and, and the new, the different rules, I shouldn't new rules, but you know what I mean, the different rules that he wouldn't have succeeded. Um, give me a break. It's ridiculous. <laughs> over to this next series, the Dallas Mavericks leading 2-1 over Utah without Luka Doncic. I didn't see this coming. Maybe because we didn't watch a lot. <laughs> yeah. But especially, I wasn't going to watch a lot of Mavericks basketball. Without Luka. Well, I wasn't going to watch it anyways during the regular season. Oh, I mean, oh, I yeah, like yeah, yeah. Luka, but I still wasn't going to watch because I just thought it was a one-man show, and a, but that was thinking wrong because it's obviously not. 
a one-man show because, yeah, they're up to to one. And what's his name? Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Jalen and shout out Jalen. Yeah, I mean, he has been lighting it up. And if you're the Jazz and you lose this, do they have to? Do they have to make a move? They might. They might. Can... Whether I don't know if the move is move. You know Mitchell or move Gobert because Gobert's your other like, you know your other cornerstone with Mitchell. Or if they just get aggressive and try to get another star and try to create a big three of some sort. Yeah, but it's Utah. Yeah, like I mean they. That's why to... they they'd have to they have to make a trade. Yeah, I don't think anybody's coming. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have to make I a trade. I wouldn't think someone would sign there or anything. So like, I think you're gonna have to give up some draft capital and. Yep you know, pick up someone that way. But you're not getting it, you know, they're not going to have a lottery pick. So what are you going to trade to get somebody to come there, right? And then, yeah, to me, I think the only option is you got to trade Gobert. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think you trade Mitchell. The only, Well, unless he wants out. Unless, because that's the other thing, you know. Maybe he's just like, look, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I don't got enough here. Gobert is not good enough. You know, maybe he just goes off. He goes back a couple of years. He's like COVID. Now this, all that. You know, he just holding all this. Wonder, wonder if he has that in the back of his head, like this man. Right. You know, but it's not over. They could come back. It's just, it's not a good place to be. Down to one. You know, you lose home court. Yep. And is Luca coming back soon? Uh, I'm a hundred percent. Sure on that. I, what was the timetable? Oh, at, at first it was, at first they didn't have one. This one says he's questionable for game four. All right. So he's participating in, uh, in five on fives in practice of some sort. So he could be back for this next game. So yeah, probably if not game four, then. I would definitely expect game five. Yeah, and then, you know, you can do what a lot of these teams have been doing is just put them on a minute restriction. You don't have to overdo. you got a good thing going right now. So don't panic even if you lose game four without them. Don't panic. Like, okay, if you can come back game five, you can you can even do like what, I can't believe the Warriors were doing this, but you're bringing him in off the bench. Yeah. You know, and just say, you know, right now this is what we're doing. But because if it's working, it's working. Mm-hmm. That's all you need in this moment. Let's let's go to that series now, the Knights, brother. The Golden State Warriors, they are up 3-0 over the Denver Nuggets. Man. I'm not ah, surprised. Denver. Because just Denver, I mean, again, you don't have... MPJ. Don't have Jamal or MPJ. Yeah, and so... I'm sorry, those are the... Those are the top options after uh joker you know yeah it's two and three and some people say no it's not this guy look that's two and three like that's what that's supposed to be the two and three and now now that there are what your next player out there aaron gordon would he be yeah. the... i mean and that's I'm... and he's solid but yeah but aaron yeah exactly aaron gordon is he's like that's a, maybe i'm forgetting someone but oh yeah i mean most likely we are but Aaron Gordon is like, and I and I don't mean this as a shot to either one of them, but he's like 
Brooke Lopez. Like, he should be out there. He's great to have. But he's not some guy that, you know, tips the scales in your favor. Mm-hmm. But he won't make plays to help you. He'll make, he'll make plays. He... He's not a two. He's not your he second can, option. He's not a he's, one. He can he can spark a little bit of energy because he can make those big plays with his dunks and stuff. He can he gets he has a little bit of a jumper, so he can produce. But yeah, as like a number two next to your, uh, your face of the franchise and your MVP winning player. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a tough spot to be in. You're down 0-3 to the Warriors who. They they were they had Curry come in off the bench just now. And it, it still didn't matter. Didn't help that uh the Warriors just realized that they got someone in Jordan Poole who said, you know what, I'm gonna be good in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he's just been playing amazing. And yeah, Steph's been coming off the bench, but then he had like what, thirty something points in twenty minutes, and then he had twenty seven points or something so he like that. Still comes in doing his thing, you're just like, man, He's on a minutes restriction because of his, you know, injury, but don't seem like it. Exactly. Well, you know, they got Will Barton, and then they got, uh, you know, Monte Morris. Like Michael Porter, solid. You know, he he barely played, so I can see people saying, you know, he hasn't been their their third option all season, and you know, and Murray didn't play at all. But that's but that's my point. Like those are two guys who. You were still expecting both to be big contributors. So you have guys on your team, but if they had those two guys, they'd be that much better. Mm -hmm. And they could, I think they could beat the Warriors. And I would have picked them to beat the Warriors if if they had those two guys. And the series is completely different. But they don't have them. And like you said, they got Jordan Poole balling out. You got Steph coming off the bench. You got, you know, you're, you've got Draymond, who's not the same, but, you know, you got Draymond in the playoffs, and he's running his mouth, and he's feeling. He, he also, he gives energy by being him, the way he is, but he also feeds off the team. Yeah. And so when they're playing good, then that just gets him even more, you know, just crazy, excited, hyped up, you know. Yeah, and I mean. Yeah, we we knew that Denver wasn't going to be able to beat them. So sometimes I don't care if you get swept. Like, I, I never cared that LeBron got swept by the Spurs. Like, what's that matter? They had no chance. So mm-hmm. if they took one game, that suddenly that makes a difference. Like, I mean, I guess it does if he scored 50 and you're like, look, he scored 50 in, in the game. But then even then, I'm like, and they lost 4-1. to one. Who cares? Just mm-hmm. like I don't care that Michael Jordan scored 63 points against Boston Celtics in a playoff game. They lost. Who cares? He missed almost the whole season. He was super rested. He came mm. back and he balled out. Okay, so? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Golden State is going to be tough. They're on the verge of wrapping that series up. Well, and then think about, you know, the West again. I mean, we both, I think we both picked Phoenix, right? Yeah. But now you got Booker out. And so, and they... And they lost that game without him. And so that it just makes you uneasy. I still think they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But it just makes you go, wait a minute. You know, and you don't know what Chris Paul's going to do, you know, because he's had this history of not showing up yeah. in the playoffs. And then, you know, 
Denver's about to go out. Even if you know Luca's back, you're you're not really thinking Dallas is gonna you know do anything. But but basically, what I'm getting at is is Golden State suddenly becoming the favorite again? Yeah, I mean, uh, I hope not. At the beginning I of the really season, you thought so, right? Because of how good they were playing. But then they hit that lull and everything, and and then Steph gets hurt. Yeah. But you know they had got Clay back, and then you know, but then Steph kind of gets hurt, and then you know they just things were kind of not looking good. But now suddenly. You got pool balling out. You got Steph like, oh, I don't even got to play that many minutes. I'm going to get healthy while also coming in and hitting 75 three pointers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that, again, you got Draymond starting to act like Draymond from championship years. Yeah, I mean, uh oh. They might be, the Empire might be rising back up again over there. Yep. But what's that do for Steph? Like, how do we feel about this now? He's coming off an injury, so and and he's on a minutes restriction. So I get it. But what do you think people are gonna think if they win this series, or even go on and win the whole thing? He doesn't win a Finals MVP again. Again. <laughs> and then people are gonna be talking about him coming off the bench because even if you're off, uh, on a minutes restriction, people are gonna be like, so he should still be the starter. LeBron could have a minutes restriction. He's starting. Tim Duncan had minute restrictions when his foot was oh, yeah, messed yeah. up, uh-huh. but he was starting those years. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are starting. So, do you think it's going to be a thing that, you know, when Steph is done, like, again, let's say they win another one, and he has four, but he has four, never wins a finals MVP, and then you've got coming off the bench, even if it's just for this series, how do you think that's going to look on, you know, from other people's perspective people would you know outside of i think he's gotten to a point where he has a lot of people's respect and he would have it would be something drastic to get that to change with those people yeah but you still have you know the minority out there that you know they they dog those things a lot so they they would that would definitely be something that comes up in the conversation a lot you know that would definitely be a thing where you know after he retires uh you know you go on twitter espn's like where does he rank you know amongst the top point guards of all time someone says you know top two or three or something like that and someone's like well this this man was sitting on the bench in the playoffs during this championship run Mm -hmm. like what is that and then you know what does that say KD was the Finals MVP. Yeah, the two years and and the he best always one. had Clay Thompson by his side. Da 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 da, and all this stuff. See, so. I do think it. I think it does. It adds to that, but it adds to it. I don't think it hurts him really. Yeah, in the eyes of the majority, he stays in the same spot with me, which is yes, he's one of the absolute best. But I don't. I still don't put him in the top ten. He hasn't won a Finals MVP, and I don't. I know he's won a couple MVPs, and he's got the rings, and he's maybe the best shooter ever. I still say maybe because I still, and I know that it seems pretty crazy. It's only because of the physicality. I'm like, if you, if you could be physical with them like back in the day, I wonder how great of a shooter he's still i wonder what how much it affects him mm-hmm. he can still shoot he's still going to be up there but i just 
I'm not sure if I can just call him the greatest just because of that reason. Like I saw these other greats do it while getting hammered all game long yeah, and then still hit those shots. So that's the only reason. He's definitely up there and he's in that conversation and if you put him there, that's fine. But you got to win that finals MVP. You got to be the reason. And, and so when we're talking greatest of all time, yeah, he wouldn't be in mine. But he's going to be in that right outside the greatest of all time yeah. list for me. So yeah, it won't it won't change. Now, if if they win the whole thing, no matter from coming up the bench or not, if they win the whole thing and he wins finals MVP, well suddenly that changes a little. Now he he doesn't he still doesn't meet my criteria. He doesn't have the two finals MVPs, you know, multiple. But but that puts moves, him right in like he that. He moves right up there. Yeah, like, you're like you right could you could behind. slide him in at nine or ten exactly. if you wanted to. Does he take the big old spot in my top ten? Maybe that'd be that'd be kind of hard though because I don't have you know Shaq or Kobe above the big O. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Interesting, but yeah, I think it just when you come in and you score those thirty four points. I think it was 34 in 24 minutes like yeah I mean that that's that kind of shuts up oh. the whole but he's coming off the bench you're like yeah, I mean <laughs> so and then he came in and he was just hot immediately <laughs> yeah like, like I mean cares? what are you gonna do about it yeah. and then Grizzlies and Timberwolves Memphis currently leads two to one over Minnesota after I would say an all-time collapse yeah. on the Timberwolves. What in the world? So we're watching it. I I watch more than you. You were you were in yeah because I was at school. Came back and it was on. And you know I'm just watching it. The Timberwolves are in total control. And then, you know they kind of let them back in a little, but then they take control again. So then we stopped it to watch Moon Knight because we hadn't <clears throat> watched episode four yet. And when we turn it off, they're up 20-something points. Yeah. And then Dominated. we turn it off, and there's the the Warriors game is about to start. Haven't seen anything yet. So I checked the Twitter, and so did you, and we're, <laughs> we're reading that the Timberwolves lost. And it's funny because before that, I was saying how Beverly was getting on my nerves. Yeah. And uh-huh. his little antics, I'm like, And his, you like, know, his little taunting and everything. Yeah. He had like a... They showed a replay or something, and he did the whole too little thing. Yeah, he kept doing the too little thing about Jaw, and I'm like, you know, like, again, if he's on your team, I get it, you like him, but he just rubs me the wrong way. I don't like him, and when he kept doing that, I'm like, you know, he's making me not want them to win, and then they lose, and the first thing I'm thinking is, see, that's what Beverly gets, <laughs> and I shouldn't think that way, but it's just what popped into my head, and then, you know, Again, I felt bad for everything that's happened, Carl Anthony Towns, and a rooting for him from that personal level, but I've never been a fan of his, and mm-hmm. I've never thought that he was as good as people f- claim that he was, like, ever. I mm-hmm. always was just like, he's overrated. I just have always thought so, and he has played so soft and weak in this series that I'm like, you know... <laughs> You're making me get negative about you again. Like, bounce back, please. Yeah. And just play with some heart. Put, you know, all 
just all the frustrations of the last few years, take it out on the court in this series right now. Especially now that people are criticizing you and you and you got me criticizing you again. Like, stop. Seven shots? What are you doing? Yeah. Get in the post, demand the ball. Stop trying to take people off the dribble. Get in the post and dominate. Yep. Can't believe they lost that game. Couldn't believe it. They had they had 25-point leads on multiple occasions. They were up at 26 before. The one screenshot I saw that I shared with you I thought was crazy. With 30 seconds left in the third quarter, they were, they were up by, I think, 21. And they had 83 points. And you fast forward to seven minutes in the fourth. So not really that much time because, what, each quarter is 12 minutes? Mm-hmm. So that means so five minutes into the fourth quarter, five and a half minutes if you want to count the rest of the third, and they're down one, <laughs> and have only scored two points since that period in the third quarter. What were you doing? That can't happen. Like that. See that? It's and great. Pl- they're at home. And this is the like thing. what? Like, it's great when you have a team like that where you know you've got you play together good. See, that, that's the thing about knowing who your guy is. You yes. have a, a great team or a good team. You, this goes back to the Raptors. You have a you know really good team, but who was the guy when you needed him to be the guy, your go-to? And maybe they did, you know, maybe DeRozan was their go-to, or maybe it was Lowry who was their go-to, and they just didn't get the job done. And sometimes, you, you know, you don't know. On this team, who's their guy? Is it D'Angelo? It might be Ant. To is be it, honest, is it, it's it's supposed to be Towns, you know. But who is it? If you knew who it was, then that person doesn't allow that to happen. You know who to get the ball to, and again, this is why I go back to Towns. You get in the post, and you're like, this this run ends because I am not going to let this happen. I am bigger than everybody out here, and yeah. I'm supposed to be so good. Okay, well, go be so good. Don't. I'm tired. This is why I get so mad at people when they want to tell me regular season stats and all this stuff. I was thinking about this earlier. The, well, another reason why I love the playoffs is because the playoffs separate the greats from the not-so-greats. You know, in every sport. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, I mean, look, I care about the regular season. It does prove something. But the postseason, you know, verifies it. You know, if you, you can do great things in the regular season, but if you constantly come up short in your play, this is a, James Harden is the perfect example of this. You do all that stuff in the regular season and you constantly come up short. Yep. Don't tell me anything about all your teammates and players or whatever because you're the best player and you're the leader and you came up short. So, you're not as great as everybody tries to say you are. Period. And Towns can make a statement here. Or any any player can make a statement, right? Yeah. You know? And you can... You don't even have to win the whole thing all the time again. Or go back to Reggie Miller. He's considered one of the clutchest players of all time. How can one of the clutchest players of all time not have a ring? Yeah. But he's considered that. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, he's just, hey, he's got to play better. They got to find their man. And, yeah, I, 
how do you bounce back from that? Like, um, yeah, that's that's why I, I like I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I see him win another game to be honest. That's how I feel about the Raptors, right? Because of the way you know they it wasn't as epic of a collapse or anything like that, but they should have won that game. Yeah, and so when you do when that happens to you and you're down three zero now, then I just think that that's too deflating. Can they bounce back from this? They can, but to me, it all depends on Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. He has to, he has to, I mean, he has to triple his shot. Seven shots? Yeah. How is he not taking closer to 20 shots a game? Yeah. You know? And so, right. if he doesn't start doing that, now he could just be off, but at least I see that he wants it. Yeah. Maybe he's going in the post and everything. And it's just, you know, not working out. Maybe they send double teams all game or something. But why would you even do that if he's not even taking it? No, somebody could say, they've been double teamed him. That's why he's not taking the shot. Look, sometimes you take it anyway. You know, sometimes you're just aggressive. I mean, again, it's the playoffs. Like, you got to... Sometimes it just makes me mad. I just get frustrated. I'm like, I don't have the words that I want to say because it's all frustration. <laughs> Man, couldn't believe that happened. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, these things happen every year. Somebody collapses or, you know, and there's always the surprises. But it's only round one, right? Only round one and still more of it to go. So a couple teams by this time next week, we'll see. Who's move- I'm assuming most of them will probably be done, if yeah. not all of them, by we'll next week. Almost so. to, to the MVP announcement time. Oh, oh no, we announced. We we just talked about that. Never mind. Yes. Say, what did we forget? We forgot one of the re- awards. I was gonna say rewards. One we of the- forgot one of the rewards. <laughs> what What did he win? Somebody gets a prize for listening. No, you don't. <laughs> we are the prize. Our opinions are the prize. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a good. Good week of basketball, I thought. Looking strong. It was hard. I, I got to, you know, pay attention to wrestling. And then I got to turn around and go to class all the time. So I, I'm trying to pay attention. Well, then you're I didn't doing your pay, commentary. Yeah, and doing my commentary. So I didn't pay as much attention as I wanted to. So. Oh, today I wanted to see. I was rusty on some of the stuff from last night because being delayed at work i didn't get to come home and watch all the highlights that i usually do yeah so the stuff that i missed and so exactly what happened on some of the games like i didn't see what happened in the golden state game at all so i wanted to see watch some of that and talk about what i knew i i actually i did kind of see some on twitter earlier it was close at the end mm-hmm. and then uh i think draymond got a steal on Yoke oh yeah yeah i heard about that he and made a so, big stop yeah on defense but, you know, I would have liked to be able to see all that stuff and watch all the highlights. But, I... Biden. <laughs> oh, Biden. But, yeah, that's what's going on in the playoffs so far. Hopefully it keeps being uh, fantastic, fantastic, entertaining, and all that. So we'll see where we go from here. All that jazz. Yeah. Up next, pro wrestling. Let's go. What a week for pro wrestling, specifically the middle of the week, 
AEW Dynamite when it was revealed that in June, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling are coming together to hold a pay-per-view forbidden door at the United Center where the same arena CM Punk returned to wrestling in and now these two come together for a super show. Man, that's so cool. <laughs> I mean, I think it's... I do think it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's just... I mean, I don't really... They've been kind of doing it already, but I, it is cool that they're actually doing it. I think the coolest thing that I saw about it was the Kenta tweet. Yes! With the CM Punk John Wick type <laughs> thing. That was cool. I was like, oh, because that was... I know there's a lot of great possible matches. There, there really are. But until we see the card, like, or, you know, and what they do, like, I don't even really want to speculate any of it. But that one, oh. when, when, when he tweeted that, I went, okay, yeah, that's a must. Like, if that, if that happens, that's just, that would be amazing. That would be incredible just with all their, all their little history. Exactly. No one thought that was even possible, you know, a few years back. So that would just be crazy if that match happened. And just, I, I just love the segment because, like, okay, you have, you know, you have him bring the New Japan present out. And then Adam Cole cuts him off. I'm like, what is happening? This is great. Adam Cole announces it, just casually announces that he's facing Tomohiro Ishii on Rampage. I'm like, oh, okay. He just thought he'd throw that in there real <laughs> quick. Just thought that was funny. And then he brings out Jay White to, he didn't say anything too crazy. Right. But, like, he was just there. It was a surprise. You know, he talked about... He mentioned Bullet Club and uh, the Undisputed Elite is what that whole group is called now with Adam, Bucks, yeah. Red Dragon. So I'm like, I think that's a match that's going to end up happening. Those teams, Jay White's going to turn at some point. So just do a little seed planting there. So when Jay, when Jay White came out, I lost my mind. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> this is like everything I've ever wanted. This is awesome. At least someone's happy. Yeah, I was like, they... I'm just kidding. They... <laughs> like, they did that segment perfectly. I'm like, I couldn't have asked for anything better. I was so happy. Wrestling. And now, it, and now it's just, what What the heck is gonna happen? Is Punk gonna face Kenta? Is Punk gonna face, like, Okada? Possibly? Or is, uh... Hangman gonna face Okada? Yeah, is Hangman gonna beat Punk and then face Okada? Like, oh my goodness... That's kind of what I was seeing people say. And like I said, not not that that's not amazing or anything, but I just, I was like, the only thing that I care about now once somebody tweeted, or I mean, once Kent tweeted it out, was that match. I'm like, yeah, just do that. I want to just hear, I want to hear everybody bring it all back up again. I want it all referenced. I, yeah, just. That, that build would one. be awesome. I would love that. Speaking of, you know, now that we brought both of those guys up, uh, also on Dynamite, we finally got to see Punk and Hangman go face-to-face -face for the first time and pretty much indicate that this is where we're going for Double or Nothing. Seems like the the feud is kicking off between those two for the title. Punk got another win. Against Dustin, right? Against Dustin? I thought it was really cool. I didn't notice it until I saw it on Twitter, but... 
they they called back to a lot of spots from a Goldust versus Bret Hart match. So I was like, that's just, that's just pretty cool since it was actually Dustin. Yeah. You know, I'm like, that's just... It's cool when other people do it too, but I'm like, he's also fighting someone that fought Bret. Yeah. So it's like, that's that kind of hits a little bit different, you know? And he had the, you know, Bret Hart color-themed gear, black, pink, and white. So just cool little nods. And then, yeah, Hangman confronts him. It was just one of those things where they didn't say anything. They just kind of met. But it was like... They stared at each other. They stared at each other. But I'm like, you know what? Fine by me because that's all you need. It's like, this is happening. Here, It's starting. Yeah. You know, get ready. That's all it needed to be. Now, what... I, you know, I get their pay-per-views. Is there any... What else is in Double or Nothing? Because they always have, you know... Hmm. They have their championship matches, but they always have something else the finals for both owen hearts tournaments are going to be on the pay-per-view men's okay. and women's so that's confirmed um oh yeah outside of that in the championship matches not sure i i'm not 100 percent sure what they're gonna do actually huh i did something might be happening with christian by double or nothing when when is it double or nothing May 26th. Yeah, because it, it seems like his heel turn's coming. The, the problem... Uh, they're doing doing little things. Yeah. I'm like, I'm okay, there you go. They're like, kind of waiting it out. Do a match with him and Jungle Boy? But it's like, but if they're tag team champs, then why wouldn't you have the tag team champs defending? You know what I mean? They, so... they could lose it before then. Mm-hmm. I know F- FTR's on fire right now when people are like, you know, they have the their titles. Like, they could just add... AEW, yeah. they add the AEW tag titles, especially because they didn't really have a long reign. Yeah. When they had him at first, it was, I don't think it was even a hundred days before they lost to the Bucks. When I, I, you know, they're, they're some of the select few to not have long reigns. Yeah. So like, okay, you know, you don't get the long reign, but first ever two time tag champs. Yeah. And then plus they'd be walking around with three sets of tag team championships. Seventy nine belts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think that would more than make up for it. Right. I think they'd be okay. Yeah, see, what else could happen at Double or Nothing? I don't know. That's why yeah, I... I know. Th- Thunder Rosa's, you know, making it clear she's ready for Double or Nothing. We just have no idea... Who her opponent's going to end up being yet since she retained. Um, yeah, that's that's really hard. I really don't know where they're going right now. Well, that's what I but, was wondering. That's also kind of, I also find that kind of cool. Like, dang, I'm. There's stuff going on, and I'm still like, I wonder what the match is going to end up being. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, MJF and Wardlow. Oh yeah, that's probably gonna happen. I think I think that's a safe bet. Can't continue that. Now they're (laughs) they're MJF is just doing the most with Wardlow. He had that man handcuffed. He was because you know Wardlow kept coming to the building when MJF. Like, try to keep him at home. 
So I was like, okay, fine. I could just work you as much as I want according to my contract. So I'm just going to play you in these matches. And then you're also going to come to the building and be handcuffed. I'll tell uh, you, Russell. Yeah, I think that that portion of it has run its course for me. The whole, mm-hmm. you know, I can do whatever I want. It's in the contract. Like, but I thought he already broke your contract. Like, why didn't you just... You know what I mean? Like... I, I think they should have already moved on from the whole contract talk. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the thing about him getting handcuffed, I'm like, I know that some people like this, but I'm done with that part of it. That mm-hmm. part of it should be over. It should just be, you know, he can interfere, do other things, talk his mess, all of that. But if you're talking about contract and you're getting him arrested, I'm like, no. that's it. For me, it doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. That ended... The minute he basically, you know, turned on you guys. Yeah, I mean, you either fired him or you didn't, and now it's over. (laughs) At at least talking about that. Mm -hmm. You can talk about him, you can attack him, interfere in all of his matches, do all that stuff. But that portion of it, I'm like, nah, it doesn't doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. That's all. And then, of course, this week, uh, Britt Baker made her return to TV. She qualified for the woman's own heart tournament. Had some friends. Had a Najee Harris. <laughs> he tried funny. to grab the mic after she cut her promo. He tried to say something, but they shut off the mic. <laughs> he, he he started <laughs> They shut the mic, and he was like, ah. Oh, That's awesome. Watch. He was like, I'm here, and I'm going to make my mark. And they were like, no. He was funny watching the whole time. Like, you, Britt wins. You know, they get in the ring. As she's talking, you see him just, like, dancing. <laughs> dancing around and then yeah break just hands in the mic happy. and he's about to try to start talking that's hilarious um, like, I, wish, I wish they I wish I let him say something honestly I, I wanted to hear what he had to say what else happened oh, uh, too great Hook is awesome and Danhausen is awesome <laughs> I this was something I never expected <laughs> to be a feud but I love every second of it and I love, like, you know, Danhausen, the way Danhausen just cut his promo. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, what? It's just because it's so ridiculous because of how ridiculous yeah. his character is. Right. Like, I'm cursing you. What? What is the problem here? And so now it seems like his first match in AEW is going to be against Hook. I'm like, he's well, about so, to get destroyed. Well, yeah, that's what I think is weird. Now, yeah, so I, I mean, I know his character. But I've never actually seen him wrestle. Yeah. So I'm you ever like, see him do a tequila dance during the match? No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him in the... I think maybe just standing in the ring, like, you know, in his gear. But I've... No, I've never seen... I've never watched a, a match. I haven't seen a full match. I've seen little clips. So I'm like, is does he lose a lot? Does he ever win? I think so. Okay. I, I, don't, th- he do- I don't think he has, like, a winning resume... Okay. Or anything. Well, no, that's fine, because I was just going to say, like, so you're going to have his first match be against Hook, he's, so that means he's going to lose, because yeah. he's not going to lose to Danhausen. Like, that didn't seem like no. the right thing to do. But then at the same time, I'm like, but if Danhausen's a big deal, but if he's just a big deal because, you know, it, it's just It's mainly the gimmick. Yeah, he's, he's just a comedy guy. He's Santino, but yeah. just 
totally not like Santino at all. (laughs) (laughs) But he's in his role just with a totally different gimmick. Well, well, yeah, because, I mean, really, Santino was a wrestler that they they got with. Whereas, and I'm not saying Dan Housen's not a good wrestler. I've never seen him. But I just know him as being crazy, goofy Dan Housen. So, yeah. It's just, it's too funny. I'm like, this is like the best... The best thing. They got you hooked. Oh. oh, snap. Let's see. What else went down? Anything else too crazy? Nothing else too crazy on Dynamite. One thing I saw, some bad news, unfortunately. Dante Martin's uh, brother, Darius, got injured again. Ugh. So, I was wondering, they... Because <clears throat> he was a part of... It was like this trios match against uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's kind of weird because his brother just came back. I thought they were doing their thing. And then, of course, comes out the day after that <clears throat> he's he got injured again. I'm like, well, that sucks. He literally just came back. And he was already out for like a year yeah. or something like that. I'm like, man, he just... Tough luck. Yep. And then you wonder, like, what's going to happen? Are they going to keep him around? Are they going to say, you know... I mean, you haven't stayed healthy, and we can't keep you. And and then people get, you know, I don't think people get mad. Most most AEW fans, yeah, but most AEW fans just appreciate, you know. There, I mean, there are the ones that want just the their original guys, mm-hmm. you know, their original crew to to get bigger pushes and stuff like that, which I understand. But for the most part, you know, they just appreciate the wrestling. Yeah. So when they do make these any kind of decisions like that, they might say it sucks, but they're like, yeah, we get it. Like, you know, Marco Stunt being gone, and then, mm-hmm. um, and Helico. Yeah. And uh, it's, is Evans? Jack, Jack Evans? I think Jack is still there. Yeah, but I thought he said he what his contract, he's not. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, I believe, I believe they're going to be gone, and so there were people not happy about that, whereas I told you I could care less about either one mm-hmm. of those guys. But... There are people who really like them a lot. Yeah. And so, and they were there from the beginning, right? Or really I think close so. to the beginning. If not the beginning, like right after it started. Yeah, yeah. So. So they had a. Most people can understand it and it doesn't all work. Mm-hmm. Some guys just aren't stars or not. I shouldn't even say that because if they were local wrestlers, they you know, you'd be like, those guys are the best, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. If you right. got to see them all the time, you'd be like, oh, those are our guys. And or if you were a fan, it sucks. But when you see what they're doing as a company and everything, yeah, they they hit more than they miss, let's just say. Yeah, for the most part. So yeah, that's pretty much what they got going on over there. Rampage. Haven't, haven't watched it yet at this time, but should be good. Another Adam Cole match, so already hype. <laughs> what was your match of the week? Match of the week. Let's see. Ooh. I think... I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go Kyle O'Reilly and Jungle Boy. They were in the... They had a qualifying match for the Owen Hart tournament, and that's... You know, that's where afterwards... Because Kyle won... Jungle Boy and Christian had a little moment and just, you know, just the way they did it, I'm like, mm, yeah, Christian's turning. <laughs> um, 
It's funny really you say that because I saw people on Twitter actually complaining about that match being boring because there wasn't really? as much as many spots. Yeah, I didn't. I enjoyed it. I yeah, that's odd. Oh no, I mean, hmm. I'm sure that they're ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you put those two together, it's got to be awesome. Yeah. We know we saw we saw Kyle when he went solo in NXT. We know what exactly you can, and obviously people saw him before then. What he can do, yep, yep. Going on over in WWE, uh, Rhea turning on yeah. Liv officially. Finally, that took too long, but it happened. Finally, so. Uh. And we got a new United States champion. Austin Theory defeated Finn Balor. Yeah. Okay. New champ. I mean... Did you, see, did you see the selfie? I did see the selfie. <laughs> when he looked like Bray Wyatt mask. Yeah. I was like, how did... How? But okay. I'm just more... I mean, I'm not shocked, but I'm just like... Why put it on Finn? You're not going to do anything. Just to have him lose to Theory? So what? You can say, oh, well, Theory beat Finn Balor. But you haven't done... I just... I, I, I really wish he did a little bit more. I couldn't believe that he that well, like him and, and Priest didn't have their match at Mania or something. Well, and especially after he loses to McAfee. So he mm -hmm. loses to McAfee, but then he beats Finn. It's like, it's such uneven, ridiculous booking. It's like, I think Austin Theory is awesome. We both were like, dude's going to be a star the second we saw him in... Uh, evolve? Yeah, Evolve. And so they're not necessarily wrong, you know, in, in pushing him, but they're just, they're doing it, they're doing it kind of that WWE way, which, mm. and, and I say that because, look, there's been ways WWE's done it absolutely right. But when, I think when I say that, most people know that the negative WWE way, they're doing this one wrong. And that, yeah, I don't get it. So, and then what are they? I mean, Finn's, Finn's got to be gone soon, right? I, I, I'm, I'm really not sure. I, I don't want him to be gone. I want them to do something awesome. I under, I remember, you know, everything that happened. You know, they, they did go in on him at first. Yeah. When he came up, and then he gets injured, and it's like, well, I understand being a little hesitant. After that, I I get, you know, you're like, okay, we want to be a little bit careful. So they didn't want to thrust him back into that position. But then he never got back there yeah. on the main roster. And it's like, you guys didn't even, like, the closest he got was, on what? He had the two little feuds. He had the one with Brock and then with Roman just a little while back where he fell off the rope and they never explained but, it. But either... But both of those things weren't really feuds. They were just matches. It yeah. was like one thing. One little push for the match and then a loss and then it moved on. So it wasn't... I don't consider that a feud. I just consider that one shot. And both of those matches were awesome. Yes. I, I, and I did think the Roman one was great. But that ending... Even though I really didn't have that much of a problem with it but the fact that they didn't explain anything yeah there was no it just happened it gave it a little <laughs> bit of a you know a black eye if you will but 
the Brock match that I thought that I mean that match you're like dude how can you not after that match be like we're pushing him to the moon yeah and he's gonna be you know one of our guys now he still could be but you're gonna lose to know. Austin Theory and then do that like I just again they're the way they do things nowadays doesn't make sense it used they used to do things in a kind of an order where yes it was predictable in a sense like you knew okay well you take the, the intercontinental title off Bret Hart but because he's about to go win the world title yep but they don't do that this way anymore you're just like oh so they're burying Finn yeah you, know, you only know that sometimes with a few guys but you know that by the way they book them and they don't book Finn that way so yeah it's just that's what makes the people mad about WWE is mm-hmm. like you just have guys that are such superstars and you don't really truly let them be superstars because you give them the weirdest booking and, and then you give them five minute matches like no and I know some of said they're all superstars but you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the top guys you, the only way it should be a five minute match is if they're putting on a clinic and it just took them five minutes to whoop somebody yeah not five minute squash to somebody that they shouldn't lose to. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just crazy, especially after, you know, seeing like the little revival he had in NXT when he went back. Yeah. You know, he revived the whole Prince gimmick, won the title again, and you're like, okay, he's going to go back up in there and be like, okay, you got what you need. Let's, you know, throw you in there. And then that never really happened. Like you said, the match with roman happened and then after that it was just like nothing changed yeah. at all and then i was like you know he won the u.s tiles like okay maybe if they actually try and they didn't it looked like they were going to with priest and then they just didn't get the i was i think a lot of people thought that was a lock for mania yeah and then they just didn't do it You're like oh okay and then he loses and it's like man but either he's gone or something's got to change like now. Like next episode. Don't understand it. But, it's yeah. crazy. And then I see uh, Roman Reigns officially 600 days as Universal Champion today. Congratulations. <laughs> Let's see how, I mean, how much longer he goes. I don't care anymore about the length (laughs) like at this point i just want to see you know either great matches or i want to see him lose but i want it to mean something Mm -hmm. so you know that's kind of what makes the rain important like when somebody ends the rain yeah that should make it a big deal but then you don't want it to be one of the normal people like I shouldn't say normal people because I guess because if I said like Seth, people would be like, he's one of the normal people. But is he really? When was the last time he had the belt? 2019. I saw I saw a picture of that or a tweet of that either today or yesterday. Like it's been a few years since him and AJ Styles have been the world champion. Exactly. So those kind of guys can do it. You know, Finn would be great, obviously. KO. It's been, his has been like five years I saw him. Like, dang, it's been that long. Yeah. But Drew would be a good one too, even though he's had it more recently. But it's not as you know, it's not. You you just gotta stop giving Brock championship matches. I'm sorry. It's kind of like 
It's not the same as Goldberg because I mean he can totally go and everything. Yes, because it's like you you still look forward to a Brock match because you're like he'll do not. he'll do some things. Yeah, or not even I shouldn't say in championship matches. Just don't give him the belt anymore. You know, I like they brought him back. I'm like, okay, he'll be good to put over like a new champion. Yeah, exactly. But then they gave it back to him. Like really again? But you know, I, mean, I would love you know, and that's if Big E can get back. You know, Big E to be the one. Yeah, that would be amazing. And have a have a run, actually. You know, for me, yes. I mean, you do want him to have a run, but if he could come back and beat Roman after you know having this injury, be the one to do it. I mean, that's enough, really. For me, I'm like he did this after having that injury because you could see, you know, a possibility of him taking it off because of the injury. You know, they panic. Mm-hmm. And they get worried about those types of things, you know, nowadays. So, but that's also why I don't think they will do it. Yeah. But yeah. So, anything else happened on the WWE side? I didn't really. I don't. I don't think anything too crazy. You know, they're announcing matches for WrestleMania Backlash at AJ Styles and Edge. Again, who who saw that coming? Uh, so a rematch at a WrestleMania pay-per-view after Mania that has WrestleMania in the name. They're all going to be, you know. Oh, that's what happened. I don't think we talked about it. Uh, Usos and RK-Bro, because they're, they're going to unify the tag titles now also. So they're fighting at WrestleMania Backlash. Okay. <laughs> so I... All the championships get unified. Okay. I mean, okay. That's I don't got anything to say about that. No, that's happening. <laughs> so they so. can just ununify them again. Like I don't probably. I don't get it. Uh, you know, look. Oh no! I can't. Never mind. No, nope, I know what to say. Don't <laughs> get me started. It's not a good thing. But yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that does it for wrestling talk. All right, we actually yeah. got some MCU stuff to talk about. Let's do that. Next. All right, all right. Actually can talk some Moon Knight because we're, we're caught up. <laughs> yes. Couldn't watch episode three in time last week, so we got that in and watch episode four last night. Yeah. And I'm trying to think. I think it was in episode three. That was, episode three was the one where when a uh, spoiler, spoiler, <laughs> when uh, alert, when both Mark and Steven said they didn't know who just killed all those dudes. Yes, and so obviously it's hinting at a third personality. Mm-hmm. And so I mentioned that because I'm gonna kind of skip over to episode four. So watching episode four, <clears throat> and I'm really not digging it. I'm just kind of like, all right, like this might be the worst episode yet. As we're watching it. I'm, like, criticizing everything that's happening. I'm like, you know, that truck comes. Which, by the way, why was the truck there? So they're in the, you know, Stevens, or Mark, he was Mark at that time, is passed out now because Gonshu turned to stone and just reversed the time and all that stuff from episode three. So she's trying to get him up. Suddenly a truck just appears and starts shooting at him, and, you know, somehow they fall, you know, down a sandy slope. And the truck comes over, and I'm like, just run him over. But, of course, the truck doesn't go anywhere near him. 
And then she sits up, and even though it's pitch black outside, she can see that there's a bunch of ammo in the back of the truck. So she goes and gets a flare. I, I'm of I'm of the theory that she just took a guess. I'm like, so. that was the most ridiculously random sequence of events, right? <laughs> I'm just like, what? That, that was or that that part was definitely weird. I'm people, like, I remember people complaining. Uh, I remember my brother complaining about some of the weird stuff that like that not weird stuff. The some of the uh, just the the action sequences from Falcon and Soldier. One in particular in the when they were in Madripoor. And I'm like, this little sequence right there was worse than anything. I, I shouldn't say anything. The fighting at the in one episode in Loki was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a theme that happens in at least one episode. And this was the one episode that was bugging me a lot. They get in the tomb and that one thing grabs her and pulls her into the dark. But yet she pops out with its arm. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, How did she fight that thing off when those other dudes couldn't? And they're shooting... Adam and they can't stop it but she manages to fight this thing off I shouldn't say no problem obviously she had a problem but I guess then, her, her and Mark have a history of this so then you know she, she tosses over the ledge but then she kind of goes over the ledge too oh, yeah. but, but who saw it coming that she was hanging on I'm like <laughs> that one of our take I'm like why didn't she just stay on I'm like but... you already sucked her into the deep you know when he when he jumped out and grabbed her and pulled her into the darkness and now you're gonna do the whole Oh, she goes over the cliff. We all knew she didn't fall off the cliff. If she was gonna die, she would. You would have killed her in the in the little darkness. That was something no, that like, kind of bugged me. I was like, why didn't she just stay on the thing? Was it, so it wasn't grabbing her. I was so annoyed by that part. As it you wasn't grabbing her because she did the thing, and so it was. Yeah, she stuck the flare in its face. Yeah, and it was you know distorted. I'm like, okay, just toss it over. Yeah, that's the end of it. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, that was odd that she just fell too. Okay. So then. We get to a little bit farther. Mark is has found the tomb, that you know the actual <clears throat> tomb. Yep. And she's trying to get there still, but um, dang it! Why now his name is? I don't remember his name. Ah, all of a sudden, Harold. Not Harold. No. Dang it! Ethan Hawke's character. Darn it. Yeah. Get his name. Anyways, he comes out and he's like, they they can't they haven't found their way across. And so he's like talking to her over the ravine and stuff. And, and why is she listening to him? Like, uh, she walks away and then she stops. And I'm like, this is driving me crazy. Why? Why would you listen to anything he has to say? I, again, like I said, this episode was driving me crazy. So then she gets in the tomb. Or he basically tells her Mark is the one that killed her dad. And, you know, he's. I've, I've read his scales and you know he he remembers he has, everything he remembers and so so he's hinting that he, he killed him so then when she gets in there she's like all angry and she's she looks like she's about to fight him and so he basically says I didn't do it but I was there and da 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 and that's how and you know that that's when he got shot and that's when Kanchu saved him and they made their little pact because he said he should have died too mm-hmm. he didn't die and you, I mean, you put that together. And anyways, then, why am I forgetting his name? Batman shows up. Bat, not Batman, but Batman. Ethan Hawke and his crew show up. And uh, so <laughs> this sequence is funny. So, well, go ahead. I, I saw it as funny. They, he, because uh, they see he got the, 
the little stone of Conchu, and no, no, it wasn't Conchu. It was the um, oh, sorry, the the, the other ah, person, yeah, the, the other one that they are trying that they're going after. So Harrow, his name is Harrow. Harrow, okay. Harrow and his crew show up. He's like, you know, you know, he have a choice to make here. His crew goes up to, you know, detain Mark. <laughs> Mark fights him off, and then I forgot already. Harrow. Harrow just shoots him. I'm like, oh, okay, that was like the easiest thing in the world. But, but, but what annoyed me about it is like no one else shot. Like he comes up and he's got his gun. Like I, I have. Always, they're out of ammo. I always have been annoyed with that when the bad guys just stand there with the guns. They, I mean, you know, I'd rather them. They're shoot, really obedient. To I'd orders. rather them shoot and miss than just stand there pointing, no matter what the guy does. So it's like, okay, you know, they're gonna, he's gonna go disarm him, or he's gonna get the statue. So these guys. So why are you? Why do you have your guns out if you're not gonna <laughs> use them, right? And so then he yeah. grabs the gun and then hits the one dude, and then turns and hits another and none of the other people shoot their guns they all are just standing there and then Harrow shoots him okay now we did all that we did all the complaining and the laughing and everything and then it got crazy yeah and so mark falls like into water and then all of a sudden or yeah yeah, yeah it was because he was mark at that time yeah mm-hmm. he had changed to steve and other stuff happened i don't really care <laughs> because again we're into things get weird so it kind of shows him like He's not really sinking because the water is not that deep, mm-hmm. you know, but it shows him kind of sinking. You're like, oh, what's going on? Next thing you know, everything changes. And they're like in an insane asylum. And at first I'm like, oh, I, I know what's happening. Like he, all of this has just been in his head. And everybody in the asylum is like somebody from apart from the, the episodes that, yeah. you know, that have been on. And so... You're kind of thinking, oh, he, he looks around and you see these little, there's a picture here or there's little statues and everything. And you're like, oh, see, that's just his surroundings. He's just crazy and it's his surroundings, right? And so it's all like, not all in his head because obviously you know he's... Yeah, you knew something would be but, up. But you're just thinking maybe he, you know, got locked up and who knows how long he's been locked up. This is what I was thinking. Maybe he's been locked up for a little while. He just has to get free and then he'll be, you know, his Moon Knight self again. But then as it goes on and it gets weirder and weirder, he's in there talking to Harrow and it's kind of making you think, oh, he's just insane. And they're mentioning Steven and you're thinking that it's just in his personality. But then so he escapes, kind of, gets out of that room and gets away from some of the, the orderlies and he gets into this one room and there's a... I forgot Tomb. what. Yeah. And so it's like shaking. And when he opens it up, it's Steven. And so now I'm like, okay, so this is, this isn't, you know, what, what it's made I, out to what be. What I was yeah. thinking. Uh-huh. This is just craziness. Like something's going on. Somebody's trying to fool him, trick him, whatever. So, anyway, so now he's having a conversation with not himself, but Steven. But, <laughs> but it is himself. Steven, who is him. <laughs> So then they were in the same body. Now they're two different bodies that are the same body, which is. <laughs> but you're like, but yeah, and at first, because at first you're thinking that's not the case, and then that happens, and you're like, well, doesn't that have to be the case? Like, because even he was like shocked. He was like, Stephen, and he's like Mark, and he's like, you know what I mean? They're, but then they're going, and then there's another tomb shaking in another room. Yeah. And you're like, is that the third personality? 
Mm-hmm. Go open the thing, but they don't. And then a hippo comes through the door. <laughs> a walking, talking hippo. Look, if you haven't seen this episode, you're going to be like, what are you talking about? Exactly. And they scream when she talks. It's the most hilarious thing ever. She's like, oh, hey, or whatever she said. And they're like, ah, like terrified. Just, and then a hippo walks yeah. in. And then it's That's, over. This and sounds like, like, a, like a joke. Like, Two guys walk up to a door and a hippo walks out. Yeah. On two legs. Someone someone pointed out how uh, they found a still image from episode one when he was at the museum. Yeah. And the, the crate. Yeah. That he was moving that had the hippos. That had the hippos in it. I'm like, yep. oh, okay. Huh? There's that. But yeah, so, that was just... <laughs> so... That was a trip. Now, again, I'm not totally digging this series i haven't really been in but now i'm intrigued (laughs) now i'm like okay now you have me like i need to know what's happening i need to see these last two episodes we need to put we need to put this puzzle together i because it's so weird because at first i was just like okay yeah he's gonna do the bad guy and then he's gonna stop him from getting him and i just want him to be moon knight and we just get to see moon knight because nothing in it was when I talked about not really wanting to watch Hawkeye again, look, I'll watch Hawkeye 75 times before I would watch Moon Knight up until what happened in the last 10 minutes of the episode. And now I'm like, okay. Now, granted, I don't know if I'll watch the first three episodes of it. Maybe just to see Oscar Isaac because he's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> Maybe just to see him, but for like the story and everything, I'm just kind of like, eh. You know, if... Because at first, my first thoughts on, on, you know, thinking, oh, well, he's just a crazy person in here the whole time. I was thinking, well, that's, they went a long ways, you know, three and a half, three and three quarters of episodes just to say that he's crazy. Like, you just could have told me he was crazy. I'd have believed mm-hmm. you, you know. Yeah. But then, you know, then the way it ends, you're like, okay, no, there's way more to this. That's not just what it is. It's not that simple. And, and again, now... Now you really know there's a third personality. Yeah. And you're just like, totally like, what is happening? And yeah, it definitely ended in a way that... Yeah, then a hippo walked in. That's what happened. That's what happened. We did that perfectly because you built that up and then that line. That was like (laughs) top tier. Is that going to be the name of this episode? Episode 89. And then a hippo walks in. You gotta, you gotta wait. I'm for like, it. you, you know, gotta get all the way to the, to the MCU portion. If you don't know, you gotta listen in. <laughs> but yeah, but still, oh no end my credits gosh, scene. the episode four that was usually for a lot of shows that was it. Episode four for the first end credit scene, still nothing yet here. Yeah, so I mean that's disappointment. But yeah, it's it's just funny how a show or a movie can can be, you know. A disappointment, but then it can do something to totally grab you at some point, and that's and that's exactly why I kept watching. Yeah, like I could have easily been like, "No, nah, I'm done with this." I said, "No, it's gonna be something." Now, no, will this end great? Will it will pay it off? Pay well? off? You know, I don't know, but I know that I'm very excited for the next episode. Whereas that really, I don't think I said that one time since this show's been out. Like, I'm so excited for episode two, or you know, the next one. Like, but now I am so. Yeah, that, that, that ending was... That was crazy. It was. It was like, oh, hey, you know, there's that character. You know, oh, I remember her from 
this episode, oh, look what uh, one of them was drawing, you know. Yeah. And then obviously you see, uh, what's her name, pop up. Layla? Like, yeah, Layla. Oh, hey. And then it took a major turn. You're like, whoa. Yeah, because yeah. he's in the room. Because that's the other thing. Like, he's sedated a lot, so he can't really talk. Yeah. And he can't really move, but it wears off as these parts are going on. Yeah, and so as, as he's, that cause he's starting to remember things, yeah. and it's triggering things, so he's like, and he, yeah, and it's all coming back but to you're him. still going, well, I mean, what they want you to do, and they, they had me doing was going, oh, you know, he's just crazy, and he's, you know, whatever. But then when he escapes, and he gets into that room, and then, then Stephen they're, they're, comes out, you're like, oh, okay, that's not what I was thinking. But then... Then it just doubles down to make sure you know, like, you, we got you. You thought you knew, but you ain't know nothing. And so now we got to wrap this up, you know, in two episodes. And I hope they can. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. This was... It just totally flipped things upside down. And it's like, what in the world is going to happen? What what animal is going to walk in next at the end of episode five? I'm very intrigued. Uh, Any guesses? No. None. (laughs) Okay, let's let's switch gears and just talk about the Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Love and Thunder. Um, Just a, a few notes, like... I mean, I think it's cool what they're doing with them because, you know, they're he's got such an arc, right? You know? Yes. And so Absolutely. They're doing this arc where he doesn't want to be a hero anymore and, and sometimes it looks like he's trying to be party Thor and <clears throat> he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy for a minute, but then he's not going to be with them anymore cuz he just wants to Cuz he wants to, be to done. go off and Yeah. He wants and to then, walk away. <clears throat> But then something's going on, like we all know that's Gore the God Butcher, but uh, they don't really show him in the trailer or anything, but they show, you know, certain gods slain, but they also show like Zeus. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm like, well, does that mean Hercules is coming? (laughs) So that's kind of cool. And what else? I like the little training montage I showed at the beginning. They're <laughs> yeah. Kind of getting him back into shape. Yeah. Like, that's funny. Uh, like, uh, you know, little, little detail, but you kind of got to like, you know, okay, how does Fat Thor get back into regular Thor? Yep. His like little, it. his moment with the Guardians, basically, it looks like when they're saying goodbye. Yeah. Yep, you're apart. <laughs> that yep. was, I, I can't wait to see those interactions. Oh, yeah. That's going to be that, that was a good <laughs> Just that stare. <laughs> Just slowly back into frame, just with a smile <laughs> on his face. He's like, not me. Oh, 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 just listen. Yeah, don't worry. But yeah, but for me, I really, I thought it was awesome. I saw some people didn't really think that, you know, them showing Thor Jane Foster at the end there was the best reveal, but I had no problem with it. I mean, I you mean, got Mjolnir I back. I don't know what they expected. But it's all cracked up from hella breaking it. So that brings in a lot of questions. Like, for one, and I guess people forget because of Endgame, and in Endgame, he had Mjolnir because he got it from another, you know... Time. Time. But in this time, it was all... It was destroyed. 
So how is it back? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait, that's that's Jane Foster, you know? And she's worthy. And I thought she looked awesome. I was like, oh snap. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Thor. <laughs> and Thor looked like what? And you know, I like because it said, you know, they show those posters and it says Thor, the one and only. And did you see <laughs> that they put another one out with Jane Foster? And oh, it really? Said, uh, I think it said, oh, not. Ah, oh, dang it! Hold on, I gotta find it. Not alone. I don't know. No, I. It's right here. I think I. Got the it. second coming. Oh no! Don't load. If you load, dang it. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> uh oh. I had it, but it. It's gone. <clears throat> my thing refreshed. I'm like, no, don't refresh. All right. Okay. Dang it, man! What did it say? What did the poster say? Thor and Jane Foster side by side. Filler, filler, filler. More filler. Man, what the heck? It is long gone. R.I.P. But yeah, no, I mean, I just thought it's a lost cause. It was awesome. I think it looks great. There are people who, I mean, I guess there's people that don't, didn't like uh, Ragnarok. They didn't like the jokes just the goofiness of it and i'm like are you guys crazy? Right, wasn't for you i mean <laughs> you're you lost guys crazy oh, that was hilarious oh, that's what, what thor's thor and his movies and his little things are all about for the most part you'll get his cool action moments and his you know serious moments but i like the comedy well yeah i mean if you go back to the first ones everybody everybody complained about those Oh, the one is not the only, is what oh. hers says. So it's basically the same, you know, picture. You saw the picture where he's like, it almost looks like He-Man. He's like standing. I on think so. The mountain, and so, but instead it's yeah. her. And then it says the one is not the only. So I'm like, uh oh. And oh, and also showed Valkyrie and looking like um. Uh, New Asgard was very. Became very political. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't seem very happy. Yeah, but I'm like, like but how did you, that happen? That's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm weren't you in it. charge? Exactly. I'm like, you were the queen or king, whatever you. Whatever I guess she just didn't handle it by. well. Which yeah. you're like, I'm going to give more people power or something. And then it turned into yeah that. And she's like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, well, very intriguing. I'm sure they'll explain it. We'll figure it out. Oh, definitely. So on one trailer and it wasn't. You know, a long trailer. So. It was it was a teaser. It was a teaser. It trailer. teased things. So, we'll get. So it sounds like it did its job to me. Exactly. I'm in. Let's go Thor. Love and thunder. <laughs> and then a hippo. And then a hippo. <laughs> Can it be called <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder? And then a hippo walks in. Please. All we want is more hippos. No, that's the next poster. And then a hippo, <laughs> the one, and then a hippo walks in. Just a, it's like a, a gif. Suddenly a hippo just appears. Oh, uh, I need it. Pokes its head around the mountain. I need it in my life. All right, that's all we got. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our multiverse this week once again. We'll see you next week. Update update you on what happened in the draft, more NBA playoffs, more MCU, what happened with Moon Knight. Pro wrestling, all the things. All the things. So we'll see you then. Peace out.